This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net. Last week, we talked about integrating social media into your sales process. And we talked about seven steps. One, identifying your goal. Two, identifying your target audience. Three, picking the right platforms. Four, mapping out social etiquette. Five, implementing listening and engagement strategies. Six, knowing core pains. And seven, uniquely communicating pills, mixing marketing and community. Well, then we talked about developing a calendar or a rollout plan. And so what I want to share with you here is 13 steps to a rollout plan. If you're aggressive and really focused, you might be able to roll this out in eight weeks. It might take you six months as well, depending upon the size of your organization and the amount of buy-in that you need. But here are 13 steps around really implementing your social media process. There's a bit of overlap between the seven steps integration, but this is really about rolling out and executing. So this is kind of chronologically in order. So step number one, and this could be, for instance, if you're consulting a company and you're an external social media professional, or B, you're somebody in the marketing office who, or marketing department who now has to get buy-in in the company and roll this marketing plan out, or C, maybe you're the CEO and you're leading this on your own and you want to know, what do I need to do to get my people on side with this new method of connecting with our customers and stakeholders? So the first step is agreeing on our goals. In other words, Versus empowering people with your ideas, which is a typical traditional leadership model, I want to talk about including people in the ideas. In other words, your first meeting, once you've got a rough framework of your social media strategy, is to get buy-in and agreement from your entire team who's going to participate and facilitate this plan being executed. Now remember, with social media, everybody in your organization has the opportunity or the potential to be a node in your marketing organization. They're all part of the brand. They're all online communicating, connecting, and listening. So the more people pulled into this initial meeting, the better. So my goal is to share the corporate goals, share who my target market is, share who what I think their pains are, and they get feedback from the group as to whether or not they feel we're really on track. Once you have that buy-in and they've developed ownership, the second step is really looking at picking the platforms you're going to use. Are you using blogging, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn? What are they? And remember, they have to tie into your original goals. Number three, we want to assess resources and allocate them. So this third step is really important. I do a basic grid with my clients. I list all the tools, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, BrightKite, LinkedIn, blogging, YouTube, down one side, and then along the top column, I list my target markets. So you might have two or three, you might have one, and then I simply list the individuals or departments which are gonna participate in developing content for those target markets and what platforms will participate in. So maybe there's someone in your office, for instance, who won't actually wanna be blogging or creating content, but they wanna be the office listener to a certain target market. Another individual might not be too fired up about being in front of video, but they'd love to do audio interviews. And another person just is a fantastic writer and motivated by writing, and they may elect to be a blogger. So ideally what we're trying to do is versus force the use of the tools on staff, is to get buy-in on the overall goals and then see where they want to be allocated as far as content creation, listening, and engagement. Four, develop social media policy and guidelines before launching. If you Google Intel social media guidelines, again, that's the Intel Corporation, like the chip makers, I think you'll what you'll find there is one of the best examples of a good social media policy and guideline. It's really important that we're not monitoring 
and we don't have to approve every comment or every tweet made by staff, but I think the first step is they need to buy in and agree to a social media policy and guidelines. And we also need repercussions for them violating them. Number five, this is the key step, is a listening strategy and tool implementation begins to happen. So in other words, we need to understand which tools we're going to use to listen and monitor the dialogue that's going on in the marketplace about our brands. So this will include Google Analytics, Google Alerts, and social search tools like search.twitter.com. Number six is then to begin with your team to populate and customize and build platforms. This is assuming that you're not already blogging, you don't already have a Facebook group, you don't already have Twitter for profiles. Before you jump out there, you may wanna spend a bit of time developing your blog, not forever, but get it started, getting some good uniform looking Twitter profiles and make sure you've got your Facebook group set up or at least have it current for instance. Number seven is content development and rollout calendar. And this is really important is that versus just saying, okay, go use Twitter or go start blogging or go make some funky videos. It is looking at, again, what is our core goals? What is the message, the brand, the conversation and the impression and really the position we want to have in the marketplace? And based upon that, that is what's going to drive the type of content we create. So I look at every tweet, every video, every blog entry, every conversation as individual notes, music notes. But together, we need to plan them to be a symphony. So really think about a good, solid rollout calendar over time that's going to begin to develop your brand and create actions. Step number eight, and this is really key before we fire the starting gun, is train and teach internal contributors. And as the people on our team Make sure that we invest in training them. Sending them off with a new Twitter account or a brand new flashy blog or saying go develop a Facebook group is kind of like giving someone the keys to a brand new car without first teaching them how to drive and the rules of the road. So I think it's really important if someone isn't already savvy web-wise or what they're doing isn't in alignment with the corporate values and social media policy, we need to have some training around that. Step number nine, recruit or connect with external contributors. So this is making sure our site is set up, our blog is set up, our platforms are set up, so they encourage dialogue, engagement, and those people heavily involved, you may want to somewhat recruit them or encourage them through rewards, through programs, through even affiliate programs to begin to blog or create content more so than they would as a passively engaged individual. Number 10, is if need be, train and develop external proactive contributors. So I've seen, for instance, Steven Jagger from ubertor.com, what he did a number of, a couple years ago is he actually went out and bought flip video cameras. These are small, easy to use web video cameras and sent them off to several of the realtors that are to use his products. They weren't staff, but he asked them to begin to video blog. A, only a couple of them started to do it. The rest of them gave it away to family or lost the camera or whatever else. But those couple of people who really grabbed onto it began to be Uber, some of UberTor's best external advocates. So remember, part of it is training and also giving people the tools externally who could be great fans and connectors. Step number 11, marketing exposure for your social media destinations. So it's great that you have a blog. It's great that you've built a Ning.com website. It's great that you've developed some white papers. It's great that you have a YouTube channel. But invest in marketing them. So part of that is press releases and really investing almost as much, I believe, as you would on building a blog 
in search engine optimization for that blog. It's not just buying ads, it's actually search engine optimization services or utilizing your internal talent. We're almost done here, hold on with me. Number 12, and I think every good social media plan needs to have this, is a blogger and press outreach program. BuildDirect.com did something as simple as beer for bloggers. They invited bloggers in the community to see part of their WatchUsWreckAFloor.com promotion where they literally took a floor, put it outside that's intended for the inside of a building, and tested it over 30 days outside. And they videotaped this whole process. But as they wrapped it up, they invited bloggers in who then blogged about it, connected with them, and are still, in essence, in communication with them and part of their team now. So make sure we have a solid blogger and press outreach strategy to amplify our regular social media activities. And then lastly, step 13, every good social media implementation strategy needs to have the next big step. So once you have that platform, that brand, you've in essence fired the starting gun or the flare is probably a better analogy. People know you're there, you develop some outreach, you develop some content, you've got some followers, you've got some feed subscribers, is then to think about your spin-off marketing stage. And that is planning micro launches like this around products, events, and people. So those are 13 points, and if you miss them all, that's okay. They're all listed on the blog at closingbigger.net, but I'm gonna review them really quickly. Number one, agree on your goals and get buy-in from your team. Number two, pick your platforms. Number three, assess resources and allocate them. Number four, make sure you have a social media policy and guideline. Number five, implement your listening strategy. Number six, populate and customize and build your platforms before you launch it. Don't try to sell a house half finished. Number seven, execute content development and rollout calendar and make sure it all contributes to a bigger picture. Number eight, train your people. Number nine, recruit and connect with external contributors and fans. Number 10, train and develop those or equip them with the tools they need to talk about you. Number 11, launch marketing and exposure plans for your social media destinations. That's search engine optimization and press releases in particular. Number 12, do some blog and press outreach events, whether they're webinars or they're parties in your own town. And number 13 is know your next step. Start with some micro spin-off marketing strategies as well. So that's your 13 points to implementing a social media, social media strategy over at least an eight to, I think, probably 24-week period of time. This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net. If you want to learn more about Stephen Jagger and my book, Sociable, you can visit sociablebook, sociablebook.com and register to hear more about our updates, book launch events, and, of course, advanced copies of the book.